Welcome to Inside MTV's Siesta Key. I'm Brian Reese. I'm Laura Finaldi. I'm Elizabeth DeGenis. And we have some exciting and sad news. Let's just get it out of the way right now, Elizabeth. This is my last Siesta Key podcast. Very sad. Tears are shed. Very sad. We cried before this. It's okay. Yes, Elizabeth is going on to bigger and better things up at the Tampa Bay Times. So I'll be close, but yet too far to do the podcast anymore. Right, because we're not going to pay you to do it. Far enough to still watch the show or not watch the show? That's the question. That's going to be a testament to how much I like the show. I I might keep watching, you know? Mm -hmm. I'll definitely still listen to you guys. Well, maybe we can get you to call in. Yeah. Sometimes. That's true. Just as a guest spot, you know. Yeah. It's going to be sad. We'll miss you a lot. So we'll have a third host starting next week, Elizabeth's mom. No. I was going to say, wait, who is this person? I haven't I know. I thought maybe he already found somebody. No, no. It might just be Laura and myself, but we'll see. We'll see how it goes. If it is, I think you guys would do a great job. Hmm. Well, thank Thank you. you. But let's talk about what they did on Siesta Key this week. Because it was a crazy week. It was real big this week. And it started off with the revelations of Juliet going into Alex's house and finding two girls. Two. Not just one. Two. That was new to us. We didn't know about the two until just the beginning of this episode. That's right. Mm -hmm. But he claims that nothing happened. He said that... You know, that they were up partying and he let the girls sleep in his bed and he was upstairs sleeping in Max's room. So is that his house in Palmetto or is that his house or his I room think, in I think his house in Tampa. Or wherever I'm he lives. Guessing. Yeah, it's in Tampa. Yeah. Julia made some comment, Laura and I were talking about it, where she was like, I was the only girl to have slept in that bed. Mm-hmm. And we were like, that can't be true of his old house. So it must be his house in Tampa. Right. Because if it was his house, his parents' house right. here in, in Sarasota, I think that it would have been much easier to explain away at some point, but you know, because there would have been a party or something. Yeah, exactly. There's just plenty of girls. He didn't even know. I was like, you're bringing a girl over. Like, there's girls over where you're at your parents' house. Oh my god! (laughs) Also, that Julia just walks in unannounced is also interesting. But to get her wallet, right? You left your wallet behind, and you live in Sarasota, and he lives in Tampa. That's a long way to go. We have a lot of it's a long way to go without your wallet, especially if you get pulled over. Honestly, the biggest lie this show tells is that Tampa and Sarasota are very close, (laughs) and Mm -hmm. they're not. They are not. They are um, a good hour away, as you'll find out when you drive there, sadly, away from us. I know. Uh, so let's like I, I feel like there's three big threads throughout this episode, yep. in my opinion. There's Ben and Madison. There's Alex and Juliet. And then there's Chloe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. OK. And they're all villains. Not all the people I mentioned, but Ben, Alex and Chloe all villains, mm-hmm. all episode long. Yeah. Chloe gets really, at one point when they're on the beach, she's basically shaking Juliet and saying, you deserve better, you deserve better. And she's out, but like what she says at the end too, she's she's going to make, she's going to correct everyone's behavior. Mm-hmm. Or at least if someone's not behaving, she's going to make sure that everybody knows about it. But the For thing, some reason. The thing I don't get about Chloe is, and you're right, that same scene, she says something like, he deserves to be alone, but it was so aggressive. Mm-hmm. It was not like, you know, of course there's like that moment where you're at a party and you're kind of drunk and your friends are saying like, you don't, he doesn't deserve you. Like, you're so much better than him. He doesn't treat you well. But it was like, Chloe seemed to come from a place of like, really like, dark I was wondering if she was like drunk. She probably was, but yeah. she was so animated about that. Right. She was very determined. So... So anyway, should we start by basically talking about Alex's explanation for why the girls weren't as bad? Because sure. like like Laura said, it was. Although it took most away. of the episode for us to actually find the explanation, 
Like he made lots of protestations about not having done anything. Mm-hmm. Right. But it took us almost till the end for uh, him to explain what happened, at least on on TV. So, yeah. It was essentially, a, I think, a par- people came back to his apartment to hang out and I guess or his house. And I guess he, he does have roommates right in his house. So it wasn't just his party. Two girls said, you know, they're too tired to drive home. Presumably they had had something to drink, too. And he was trying to make them comfortable and said, oh, why don't you sleep in my bed and I'll go upstairs and sleep in Max's room. <laughs> Max, his roommate, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Um, I thought at first maybe that was his dog's name because it would seem very on brand for Alex to have a dog, a room, a room for, his for his dog. dog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I was wrong. So anyway, I thought that was, I was frustrated because I think on the podcast last week we talked about like, how is he going to get, how is he going to find his way out of this? Right. And I kind of hoped that they would at least, I mean, how could you really explain that away? It looks so bad, like Juliet said over and over and over, but somehow he tried to do it, you know? Well, I mean, he didn't, what he did is he apologized. For once, he apologized. He said he made a mistake, and he seemed constantly amazed that this one mistake would break up his relationship with Juliet, not, of course, realizing that it's a series of terrible, terrible mistakes or perhaps conscious decisions that he has made to treat her very badly that has led to this mistake breaking it. Yeah, and he said, I needed to make this mistake. I needed to, what did he say to Chloe and Amanda? Something like, I needed to do this. Like, it made me realize how valuable she is or how amazing she is. Yeah, several times. It just times. has a justification for everything. It's honestly, it's funny to me because, like, sometimes when I see this, I think, well, he must really love her because he's okay with her. I mean, he's not okay with her breaking up with him or leaving. But then I think... No, it's probably just like once you get accustomed to being in a relationship, it's it's hard to let that go, even if it might be better for both of you. And he does not treat her well when they're together. I think no. he just wants her around. He likes to have someone that's always at his beck and call, someone that he can control. Mm-hmm. And the second he feels that that's moving away from him, he starts to act out, which he did. You know, in Almost that boat instantly. scene, yeah. it had been, according to Juliet later on in that conversation, it had been a day since they broke up. And he was he was just getting so mad watching her, like, you know... I guess we can skip ahead to this point, but Mm -hmm. when they were at the beach and Juliet pulls up on the boat and they're, and she's hanging with like Kelsey and Chloe and Amanda and they're laughing and they're having a great time. Alex was getting so mad. He was getting so mad like he couldn't handle it. So let's actually go a little chronological because that's how I do my notes and otherwise I'm not, I'm going to miss stuff. So (laughs) we start off with uh, Juliet and Amanda and Juliet's already saying that she misses Alex, even mm-hmm. though she hasn't even broken up with him at this point, like whatever. Uh, but then we go to Madison and Brandon. And why is Madison hanging out at Brandon's yeah. house? That's what Seriously. I was thinking. I mean, come on. She's bringing him yeah. Starbucks, too. I know. Romantic, man. Mm. Romantic alert. I Also, a highlight of this was that we watched, we got some other friends to watch with us last night. Carlos and Jimmy, our favorite coworkers. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> and I wrote down some of their comments. At this point, Carlos said, he is the worst rapper I've ever heard of Brandon. <laughs> Although, so. to be fair, Carlos really likes country music, above yeah. all else, so he's not the best judge of rappers. <laughs> yeah. but he's a country music fan from, what, Wisconsin. Minnesota, Wisconsin, <laughs> right. So, there Jeez you land. go. Yeah, But, you know, that's an opinion. Mm-hmm. And then we go to Motorworks, uh, yes. which is a local craft brewery in, well, not really Sarasota even. It's in uh, Manatee County, Bradenton, Bradenton. just mm-hmm. north of us. Uh, and Ben and can well it's just canvas and taunt yeah, yeah and talking right. about ben yeah that's where we get that scene where she gives some instructions for what she'd like ben to do to her yeah right and, and he he's participating clearly yes yeah apparently he's been sending her naked snap 
Snapchats or mostly no, no, no. mostly naked Snapchats. Yeah, I mean he's in the shower with a beer apparently because that's what you know that's where I Snapchat right. Yeah, shower beers. There's so much wrong with this. Like if somebody sends you a Snapchat while they're in the shower with a beer, unless that's like an internet meme that I don't know, which is possible. Right. I I would just say that's not a good candidate for you Mm-mm. for a boyfriend or a girlfriend. And really? Canvas says, Madison is wifey material. You leave her at home with the four kids while you right. have a mistress. <laughs> I love that one. Wow. That's a great Madison. line. I know. This I is know. like, they keep doing this and to her. Tawny is like, just enjoying it. She wants Ben, clearly. But what do we think in this in this thing where, you know, this is like when they talk about like women blaming other women and not blaming the man. Like, right. Not that I think, I think Tawny definitely knows that he's dating Madison. And there is a part of it, I agree with you. Like, I think she enjoys that. But I mean, is it really Tawny's fault? No, it's it's not her fault. It's, I mean, Ben should not be doing this. Yeah. He's clearly crossed the line with the Snapchats, with the text messages that, you know, she's said she's shared with Canvas. And yeah, I mean, but it's not Tawny's fault. No, I mean, it is, but it's not Ben acting badly is not Tawny's fault. Right, right. You right. know, trying to hook up with somebody who's in a relationship yes. that is totally Tony's yes. fault mm-hmm. yeah. I mean that's not a that's not good behavior and that's the way she's described herself before in the past like she loves to be with somebody at all times right. like that's just well but also she doesn't herself. care she likes to play with fire right that's whatever what canvas I mean the too. truth of the matter is is that saying that's what you're about and that's what you like to do does not excuse it mm-hmm. yes. you're still bad Tony. no I know totally also the fact that she's like bragging about this stuff in front of canvas who if if the chronology of the episodes are correct it would be like two weeks ago told her that she really liked her I like i feel like that's kind of insensitive if like i was with a friend who had like said they have feelings for me and then i start being like yeah and what about this guy i'm crazy about you know so. yeah but she's bad, mm-hmm. she's bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's fine yeah so then alex and juliet get together uh out of the bayfront okay. and it is an unpleasant situation and that's when Alex first says, yes, I'm bad. Uh, this is a good thing because I really needed a wake-up call and I've done a lot of thinking. But then again, when she starts getting upset, he says, oh, my God, as if saying, not this again. You know? Like, yeah. Yeah, there was that moment where she was starting to get upset and he's like, you know, stop that or whatever. It's just really hard yeah let's just move right yeah it's on. like i can't get too caught up in these conversations because they happen mm-hmm. all the time mm-hmm. yeah like i'm not gonna remember every single detail it's like how many times have we seen this conversation right. and how many more times are we gonna see it throughout the course of this episode and the crazy thing is i think one of their main issues and it's kind of the same issue ben and madison have is that they have spent so much time in like an almost relationship like i don't know how long they've actually been committed boyfriend and girlfriend but like even in the first season when there's that scene where juliet and alex are like oh we're gonna kind of try this but then he like hooks up with Amanda, but then it kind of doesn't count as cheating because they weren't, like, exclusively dating. Sure. So it's, like, that's one of the problems is, like, Julia at one point in in the episode, and I love this, says, like, well, you've cheated on me a thousand times. And it's, like, Alex didn't say this, but Alex could argue, well, you know, we weren't technically exclusive, so maybe I didn't cheat on you. I just Well, it's probably for the best that he didn't do that. (laughs) Yeah, what if that wouldn't have gone over well, I don't think. Probably. I'm just saying, I think that's one of the issues of their relationship is that there's a lot of, like, um ground where they're not totally serious right so. okay then we go on the boat trip yes and uh i have to say thank you mtv siesta key editors because there's the scene where he says to paulie i think i don't talk, i don't really talk to her that bad when alex says that about juliet and then montage you know and it's like last year last week yeah <laughs> good job. examples of him yeah 
But then they're on the, I don't even know what that is. It's like a little, it's like a little pop-up islands in Big Pass, basically. It's a sandbar that sometimes of the day or the week will actually become an island. They made it look really cool, though. Now I want to go there. Yeah, I've been there numerous times. Oh yeah, hmm. yeah. They, so they were inspired by Brian. I didn't so. even know what it was. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's part of the beach. Why are they taking boats there? Well, it's not. I mean, it is a <laughs> Did beach. Did they have pups up? If, 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 if a beach is we'll defined as sand and water, then that was a beach. <laughs> right. No, that's technically, true. Technically, it's normally covered by water, though. Oh. Uh, but then there's that terrible line from Madison. Come on, Madison, where she says you can cheat and be an okay person. You can fuck up. And then oh, they no. flash to Brandon, and Brandon's eyes are like a yeah. little wider, like, woo. On my second watch back, I noticed Brandon. Like, I was like, oh, they cut right to Brandon. Okay. He's getting yeah. his hopes up. Yeah, exactly. They're really trying to, like, I know this maybe sounds naive of me, but they're really trying to make Brandon and Madison happen. And it's funny to me because, like, I feel like nobody asked for that. Like, I would have rather her. <laughs> no, nobody did ask for that. No, none of us want it's that. It's almost like the show is asking for it. Right. Like, do they even want it? Like, Brandon does, but does Madison want it? Right, I exactly. don't really think she does. I can't tell. I don't know. Madison also had another great line when <laughs> Juliet. True crime lovers are always looking for new and engaging content. The Already Gone podcast covers stories from Michigan and the Great Lakes region. Cases you haven't heard before, like the Mayo Hunters or the murder of 16-year-old Justin Mello, plus better-known cases like the death of Jane Bashara and Illinois' own Lori Dan. Already Gone started in 2016, so there is a big back catalog for you to enjoy. Find Already Gone on Apple Podcasts, Good Pods, or your favorite podcatcher totters up in her boat or her rented boat or whoever's boat she says i think this could go badly (laughs) (laughs) which is you know fair she still seems to defend alex though i know there was another line where she said something where she was i think when they were on the beach with um chloe and tara when chloe ben and chloe got in that conversation and madison said something defending alex i'm like why are you still defending him Mm -hmm. he doesn't deserve well, I think she was that, like, Ma- oh, that sucks that he feels left out or something like that. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, I think Madison just defends people. She doesn't attack people. She defends people. She yeah. tends to think the best of people. That's true. Which will come back to haunt her, as we well know. Uh, but yeah, it's she just thinks badly, uh, better of people. Yeah. Well. And then Juliet's there, and Alex uh, has drunk himself into a frenzy and rushes up to her basically after a while. To stop people talking crap about him, I think. And that's the bad Alex, because he's got a few drinks in him. Mm-mm. But he's trying. He's clearly trying. And he's clearly upset. He's crying. At one point, he's crying. That scene made me... I say this every time that they argue on the show, but like that scene made me like so uncomfortable. Just all of it. There's that part, because it's like Kelsey, Juliet, and I think Amanda, or some other girl there. And... Alex comes up and then he's like she ain't leaving with you so why don't you just shut up like yeah. that and her friends stood in front of her and they were very calmly like Alex don't do this right right and it, clearly she didn't want to be around him and I have to say that at least in this scene she did a good job of kind of just holding yeah. him back holding him back holding him back yeah and so eventually she's like I gotta go like I can't do this anymore and uh then Alex goes back to the old Alex. He's like, you think I can't go out and fuck anything I want? I'm going to go blah, 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 blah now. 
So yeah. you're a terrible person, Alex. Let's just remember. At one point while they're talking, while he and Juliet are talking, Polly says, uh, Alex is a player. You can't change the player. You can change the game, though. <laughs> like as if that means anything. I don't. Sometimes he's, sometimes Polly has wisdom. Often he's just talking junk. And he's drunk or something. Right. Yeah, but the Polly and Brandon eating popcorn, that was priceless. Well, did you guys notice that Jared was there? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Like, yeah. he didn't say anything. They never showed his face. Uh, you could see the back of him and the side of him in, like, a couple scenes. He was there the whole time. I don't remember if it was this scene or the later scene at the beach, but they showed a quick shot of him coming in. Mm. But other than that, there was nothing. Yeah. Yeah, Weird, it's funny. Huh? I actually was watching it. I was like, did they kill Jared off or something? I know. <laughs> and then he came up at, later at the bar in the village and was like, I was like, oh, there's Jared. They didn't kill him off. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> basically, he was in. He was on the show for all of 30 seconds. I know. Well, it seems like on the show, you either have to be like Chloe or you have to have a romantic relationship to be relevant. So I guess Jared right now is not either of those things. And Kelsey's kind of out of it, too. She yeah, has very been for much the past so. two episodes. So from some internet stalking, speaking of Kelsey, and then I'll, I'll let you reveal the Juliet tweet because okay. I feel like you found it. But um, but I did do some stalking of Kelsey last night. For some reason, I was curious. And interestingly enough, she still has all her pictures on Instagram of her and her boyfriend, Jacob. But he's no longer tagged in any of them. And I know that sounds like a, a silly, like, small thing. But it is weird because these people tend to post pictures, like, I would say once a month with their significant other. And it's been like a month or two since she's posted one. So I am wondering if, if they've broken up, which I don't know if that'll play out on the show. You, you, I mean, you get untagged in a photo if you unfriend. Really? Oh, I don't know how that works. I'm guessing that's how it works. Oh, I don't know. Maybe if he blocked her. I would think it would be the opposite. Mm. If she blocked him, maybe it untags her. Either way. From his photos. I was thinking she just might have purposely untagged him to try to like not get people to go back to his page. I don't know. That's a subtle way of showing that something's up. Because if you take down the photo, it's too obvious. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I could be reading way too much into it. So I, I do want to preface it with that. But it did seem odd to me. Because mm. I was just looking to try to find his profile and I couldn't even find it. Mm. So. Anyway, sad things. Um, so then the beach party is over and everyone apparently had a great time, except for most people. <laughs> and we end up at one of my favorite restaurants in Sarasota, Leela. Yes. I oh, love Leela. I was it's so happy. so great. You, yeah. I have didn't you know been it was yet? that fancy. Okay, you it's, have to go. It's, I mean, it's fancy, but it's not fancy. It looks it looks kind of fancy from, yeah. I don't know. It's but like yeah, I, I got to go because they have good like vegetarian food. They do. Yeah. Like they serve primarily vegetarian some vegan they also serve some fish and meat but it's always kind of like de-emphasized cool. and that chef is so good i've known him for i don't know two decades now i guess but at various restaurants and i love that place my favorite restaurant mm-hmm. so go to leela we love leela and it's canvas and chloe mm-hmm. and there are some choice lines in here mm-hmm. Where uh, they're talking about Ben's texts with Tawny and Snapchat and stuff. And Canvas says, you don't want to get involved too much with something that's not your business. <laughs> like, do you know Chloe? Yeah, Have you, you met her? Right. I know. And why does Canvas, I mean, do you think Tawny just sent her the screenshots of these texts? I don't know. Does she have her account? Did she steal her phone? That's what I was thinking. Because later on in the episode, like when they were back at Casey Key... And Tawny was showing Canvas the text, like at the end when they were splicing that in with the picnic between Ben and Madison. It was the same texts that they were talking about in that, like in this scene that we're talking mm-hmm. about now. Like it was the same stuff, like, hey, hottie or whatever. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I th- I think that whole storyline is probably actually manufactured, but I could be wrong. I don't know. I mean, Ben doesn't strike me. There was no kind of like chemistry lead up, but it is very 
male to be like, oh, I just met this girl. Now I've been texting her really inappropriate things. So who knows? Because at that first party, it Brand- was Brandon's birthday party when yeah. he met Tawny. Yeah. And we didn't know who she was. Right. Um, like, apparently they exchanged numbers. Right, which I didn't see, but yeah. I went off screen. I think that he just, he wants to flirt, not realizing, of course, that, I mean, even assuming that he's not going to do anything, not going to follow up. He thinks it's harmless flirting when mm-hmm. in reality it's going to mess up his relationship. Mm-hmm. I also think like the main reason I, well, I guess I don't know for sure, but I would imagine the main reason people cheat is when they don't feel like they're getting their needs met in their current relationship. And it seems like with Ben and Madison, you know, probably there's an insecurity element for him of like, she doesn't seem like she wants him to be there as much as, as he wants her to. And then you have Tawny who's is giving him that like, yeah, kind of you know what? That is totally just unfair. Even yeah. saying that, because it's like you're putting, it's like you're putting like the motivation for him cheating on Madison. Oh, well, that's partially. That's why people like can justify cheating. That's yeah. why people justify. It's not a it's not a good reason. Yeah. But people justify cheating for that reason all the time. And I believe I think at one point Canvas even met, said to Tawny, he must not be getting what he wants from Madison in some way. Right. That's not a good reason, but that is right. a reason people use to do things. And that, you know, he actually not in the same way, but at I think it was they were at Gilligan's that night that Chloe told Kara to watch Ben. He, um, I mean, like he said that the reason Madison wasn't there was because things weren't good between them. Yeah, mm-hmm. he said Madison right. and I have been rocky. Yeah. So this yeah. is in Siesta Village. Did you think it was Gilligan's or or Scob? I mean, it's oh, definitely I think it was Gilligan's. Yeah. Okay, it, yeah. I never sit inside of a Gilligan's because it's so dark and weird. I do want to say though, I was not blaming Madison. I just more mean I think that's I could see how that would be his decision process in it i'm not sure. saying like that she did something wrong and he's cheating like she deserves it i'm just saying yeah v- people come blaming. up with all kinds of reasons for cheating yeah. yeah true crime lovers are always looking for new and engaging content the already gone podcast covers stories from michigan and the great lakes region cases you haven't heard before like the mayo hunters or the murder of 16 year old justin Mello, plus Better-known cases like the death of Jane Bashara and Illinois' own Lori Dan. Already Gone started in 2016, so there is a big back catalog for you to enjoy. Find Already Gone on Apple Podcasts, Good Pods, or your favorite podcatcher. There aren't good reasons. My friend one time cheated on his girlfriend by being like, I'm young. <laughs> you know, whatever I'm works. Young. I'm young, you know. <laughs> Can't be with just one person. Yeah. That's basically Alex's reasons all the yeah, time. Right. He's young. He's going to be young forever. Yeah, so we're at Gilligan's, which is in Siesta Village, which is right. the main kind of entertainment area of Siesta Key. Yes. It's and a by Maine, group. I mean, it's almost the only one. There's right. the other side, Southbridge. But. Siesta Key is very funny because it's like really the main place you can like really go out, like in a spring break type of go out in Sarasota. Mm-hmm. But there's only like five bars to do that at in a very small radius. So you're like, oh, this is crazy. But you only travel like well, you know, five minutes. It's, between great. The it's great because you can walk and it's not like walking far. Like you can bar crawl. <laughs> they, like you can, you can just hopscotch across the street in like a one block area and hit five bars. Well, what was great. it like at Duke? Because like in Boston, oh. in Boston, it was like you go to one bar and this is of course areas where there are a lot of bars really close to each other but sometimes you want to go somewhere different like completely different right. so there's that walk between one bar and the other where you're just like 
goofy and everyone's kind of drunk and having right. a good time but like in siesta key it's like yeah party yeah. two seconds later yeah party again <laughs> another bar yeah. i kind of i kind of love that but i just think it's funny because you're right like there aren't a lot of options i would say like it's basically that or like you can go to the nice bar- bars in downtown but they're not like the same vibe you know right so so anyway. yeah jared is actually <clears throat> there and has some speaking to words there so that's good he has a speaking role this Didn't time it was, right. it was about madison and brandon right the music video that's what he was talking about yeah and he said like he would you know get really mad and i was like yeah i don't think anyone would have any trouble believing that jared yeah. <laughs> also it was like a weird motley crew because it was like ben kara and garrett um jared and Tawny in Canvas, right? Like right. a weird. Yes. I guess Jared and Canvas are supposed to be like good. Was friends. Canvas even there? Yes, Canvas I think so. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I maybe mm-hmm. I made a fracture in my mind. But right. Yeah. So Chloe texts Karen says, "Keep an eye on Ben." And Kara's like, "You know what? Enough of this." Right. And she goes over and tells Ben with Garrett's help. I thought she told Garrett and Garrett. Decided no, to tell Garrett. Ben. I see. I watched it back again. Garrett started it, and then Kara jumped on oh, it. Okay. Right. Okay. So, but there was no, in my mind, I imagine the subtext, was it that Garrett thought she got a text from a guy and so she decided to tell him? Or no, did I, just I don't think up? so. Okay, it was just that he, she told him like what was going on. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, that was what happened in my mind. Yep. Then, <laughs> at this point, Ben gets a thoughtful look on his face and then we flash the next scene to South Lido. It looks like South Lido, at least, under the pine trees there. Uh-huh. Um and he's got a romantic dinner set up with Madison mm-hmm. because he is totally on damage control. He realized, oh, wait a minute, this ain't good. I better start to uh, pull back on this stuff. And then he basically just flat out lies multiple times, as far as I know. I mean, yep. based on what we, we, we've seen. It's not like he's not pursuing Tawny at all. Like the stuff they said to each other <laughs> at the bar about her wanting a tour of his house and him being like, you'll get something like that. Like, clearly there's something going on between them. And as soon as Ben apologized for being in the music video, I was like, oh, he's trying to, like, this is damage control, like you said, Brian. Yeah. Like, he is just trying to soften whatever is about to come out of his mouth next. Yeah. And well, there's some choice things in here, too, where he says, you don't, you know, she's not, she's not a threat because you're, you're so much better than she is. And then Madison says, she doesn't seem like much of a threat. And it's totally true. I look at Tawny and I'm like, nah. I mean, I don't want to judge people based on the way they look and act, but I will. And eh, Tawny. They're definitely different types of girls. I guess it depends on what you're looking for. Yeah. But then we get Jerk Ben, even worse, when he says when he says she wants jerk that ben. oil bleep. Like oh, I think he's I, know. I think he's talking about oil money. His money, family right. I think has yeah. oil what money. Did, what did he bleep out though? That's what I was trying to figure out. Maybe he used this. Well, maybe he said all shit to say or is something. Oil, right? Like, right. And, and then Madison started laughing. Yeah, she, it, I mean, who knows if she even knows about oh, that? God, Do you not want you the oil money, people. Madison? I want like, the oil money. <laughs> like, I won't apologize to any of our listeners who happen to be rich, but rich people are jerks. <laughs> I also like that he said this thing where he was talking about the text that she was sending, and he was like, hey, "She's sending me text at two a.m. Hey, are you up? Come play." And he was like, "You know what she's wanting." <laughs> it's like so weird. It's like, do you not know what she wants? It's just like he's so he's so awkward about it. And it, he did the same thing that. Kelsey did too when Jacob mm-hmm. was around which is throw Chloe under the bus and say Chloe is getting in the middle of all this stuff and Madison of course sees right through it and is like well why would she be involved if there's nothing to be involved with and that's when he had to talk about Tawny which he probably would have done anyway at least a little bit but I felt like Madison was too trusting though because she still seemed she seemed to buy his 
explanation. Like, here's the thing. If somebody I was dating told me, like, yeah, I've been kind of casually texting this girl, but, you know, it got farther than I wanted it to be. I also he played it off as, like, well, I thought she was one of your friends. It's like, A, she's obviously not Madison's friend. B, even if you were texting one of my friends, it'd be a little bit weird to not say that. Like, mm-hmm. at, the, yeah, no, at the front end. That would be weird. Right? No matter like, what. I've just been, like, b- behind your back texting one of your best friends. And mm-hmm. Madison did say, I wish you'd told me even if you were going to just right. text her as friends. Right. Yeah, so it was good damage control. It's not going to last in the long run, obviously. Because yes. then we go to the beach. Yes. And the uh, and uh, Madison, actually, that, this is where she, um, somebody says, or Polly, I think, says that Alex feels like he's being attacked on all sides. And she is so sweet, Madison. She says, that sucks that he feels attacked. Yeah. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. She's, like, defending him. I'm like, you don't need to. Oh, that's so sad. But. And then Ben comes heavy against Chloe for right. good reason. Yeah. And she gets very righteous, defensive, and then she gets mad at Kara for right. sharing her text with Garrett. Chloe's big on loyalty. I mean, kind of. Her and Alex. Only she says she loyalty to her. Loyalty to her. Exactly. Yeah. She's a queen. Yeah, but then she sums up exactly what she's all about when she says, "I'm going to see what any of you are doing." Yeah, that, that, at that point, I said to Elizabeth, I said something like, God, Chloe, I hope you're perfect in all aspects of your life. <laughs> it's true, though. It's like, I, I just don't understand. Here's my thing about this. Like, Chloe is obviously obnoxiously too involved in people's lives. At the same time, though, even though I don't think her tactics are good, she's in the right, I think, with the Ben situation, which is like, she's found out something that's like pretty bad. Like, sure. if one of my friends found that out about my boyfriend, like, I would be, I would want them to tell me, I think, personally. I don't know if I want them to text other people and say, try to see if he's doing something. But, you know, it's just I, I don't think that while the the way she's going about it is bad, I don't think her intentions are necessarily bad. You know, mm-hmm. no, I, I think they're bad. Her intention is to stay involved in other people's drama. Yeah. That's her intention. Right. And her, her intention is to create drama. Yeah, because that's that's where she feels like her place in the group is, I think. But yeah. you know what I what I thought was kind of weird is that it didn't all completely blow up in Ben's face at that well, moment. Well, not yet. Yeah, it's that's what going I, right, to. But, but the thing is, like, Chloe would normally just say everything. Right. Yeah. She would normally she would. say, Ben, I know what you've been saying to Tawny. Like, I've seen the text messages. Canvas right. showed me. She, right. I mean, she may or may not throw Canvas under the bus, but she didn't. I think she was thrown off by the idea that because she didn't know what Ma- Ben had told Madison. Mm. So, like, it seemed clear that Ben had said stuff to Madison, and Madison was still sitting there and okay. Mm-hmm. So, maybe she already knew everything, you know? That's fair. But I agree with you, Laura. I thought the same thing. Like, I thought, what would hold Chloe back? Like, she's normally, like you said, you know, doesn't doesn't hold anything back. So, that was a weird scene. We also skipped over Brandon and Alana performing at Classico. Classico. Brandon has his big performance at Classico with his co-star, Alana. I swear to God, I didn't see that. Oh, I think okay. I skipped right past it somehow. Oh. Uh, it well. wasn't that. It was the same stuff that it's every week. It's Brandon's being sketchy because he didn't tell Camilla that, you know, there's some other girl involved in some way. In this, right. in this case, it's Alana going on tour with him. And Alana was not polite to Camilla at all. She was like, you know, it was a very weird passive aggressive conversation that Alana and Camilla had. And basically the takeaway I thought was that Alana has something for Brandon. I don't know if she has feelings for him, or if she just likes to mess with him, mm-hmm. or if she just wants to mess with Camilla. Mm-hmm. But it was awkward. I kind of felt and like Carrot she was above was that before. But mm. Alana or Camilla? Alana. 
I just don't understand why yeah, they I keep making so this like an issue with Camilla. Like I feel like, I, in, like I'm on her side. Like I feel like she's being put in these situations where I totally understand. She was upset, I think, because Brandon didn't tell her about that the fact that Alana was going on the tour yeah. and or even about the tour. I couldn't figure out how much she didn't know. And I would get why you'd be taken aback by that because it does seem like then yeah, you purposely hid it from me. And Brandon said something like, "Are you going to hold me back from my tour?" <laughs> Jesus, yeah. But he does stuff like that all the time. I know. Anyway, that was it. Was just finally we return to a place we've been before, coming full circle to Ophelia's by the bay on Siesta Key. Actually, right on the on the intercoastal waterway, it's a beautiful place. I had many dates there back in the day. Yeah. Yep. It was a. a, It was one of those great places to take uh, take a date because it's so beautiful. It's Mm -hmm. pretty there, right in the water. But it was not a pretty scene. No. It was like a bookend of their first date, but in a bad way. Yeah, so basically uh, she says some choice lines like, you treat random women better than you treat your girlfriend, which is true. Yeah. And then he twice says influenced with weird inflection. Do you notice that? No. Yeah, mm-hmm. influenced, influenced, which is weird. He's trying it out. He's like, how do you say this word? But then my favorite line of the whole episode is when she says, you're the only one saying I should stay with you. <laughs> <laughs> Because he's, throughout the episode, has been blaming her friends for poisoning her mind. Right. Oh, my God. But, you know, one good thing that she talked about here, which I think is so true and really rang, rang true for me, was where she says, I don't get to choose the fact that I'm in love with you. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. yeah, this sucks. I don't think we should be together, but I'm still in love with you. And I don't get to choose how my feelings happen. So, yeah. and that makes, it really makes good sense. Yeah, I also like the part where she said, because you cheated on me a million times. I've referenced that line before, but it just made me happy for her. And then then she says, you suck. And then he says, I love you. And then she says, no, you don't. Mm -hmm. And yet at the end, she's like, she like just gets, I don't know. It's like she's so tired. She just says, okay, we're back together. I wonder how long it's been since the initial breakup. Like how many days passed? Probably not that many. No, that's less than a week. Yeah. So, yeah, they're back together. Whoa. Yeah, shocking. She did look, I have to say, her outfit was really, really nice. Yeah. And her her hair looked really great. Her eyeshadow, her eyeshadow on her lashes looked really good. Mm-hmm. I noticed that. But apparently, according to Twitter, last night, Juliet tweeted that her and Alex are not together. Yep. So. I, I mean, guess. I don't think that's a surprise to anyone. Honestly, I was surprised when I saw that tweet. What did you think? I was surprised too. I what? just ass- yeah, because I assume that they break up and get back together a lot, but for the most part they're together. I don't know. One of the things that I really liked about this episode is that it made Juliet and Alex's relationship seem real to me and not a creation of the producers of the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because Juliet either is a great actress or she was seriously deeply upset. And Alex even cried. I, I think that it really made this relationship feel real, mm-hmm. and it made it feel like a thriving concern. So yeah, I think it is real. I think there's a on, unfortunately for better or for worse, like a lot of relationships at that time in your life. I knew people that were in relationships like that when I was in college. It happens. Yeah. Well, we're gonna cut this short because we have to get everything set up for Madison, Woo, who we're going to interview in just a few minutes here. Yes. So check that out. It'll be uploaded uh, later today. 
and meantime, did you guys, let's not talk about it, but did you see the whole, like, what's going to happen later this year on Siesta Key? Yes. Oh, my God, it's craziness. Yeah. We're going to get some good stuff. Yeah. Kara, Alex, and, and oh so my much God. more. Right. Oh, God. That's going to yeah. be the worst. I don't well, know what to think about it. But that's okay. We're going to talk about to Madison in just a few minutes yes. with reader questions. People yes. sent us questions for her. So check that out, and we'll see you next week. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of... Uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.